podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Day Trippers and its Euro Trash. All things European. First of all, um, Andy is with me tonight. Andy Young, Grizz, Grizz Khan is with me. Uh, two lads are going to have a good yap with me now for about 40 to 45 minutes. Before we get into it, though, I just want to touch on this live event that's being held by the Day Trippers on Sunday, the October the 22nd in Dublin. Um, David Fairclub is coming over. He's coming over to sign some books. He's coming to have a point with us. He's coming to watch the Liverpool and Spurs game. And you can get your tickets on lfcdt.com. If you go there and just go onto the shop on the website, you can pick up your tickets for €10. Euro. Um, that's your entrance. Or €20, Euro, which includes a meet and greet with David and a signed copy of the book, which is excellent value. Again, lfcdt.com. And Get your tickets. If you have any issue whatsoever, get on to the day trippers. They'll point you in the right direction. It's going to be a great event. Um, the tickets are going quite well at the moment. So if you want to go, your friends, family, anything, get on them now and get them sorted, okay? Right, I'm with the football. Um, Andy, Grizz, we're two games into this group. We have two points. It's probably a little bit disappointing. It is, from my opinion, anyway. But, um, Andy, I'll come to you first. Is this what is this the way you see things going, or did you think we should have a little bit more than this? And are you calm? Are you still calm and optimistic as you always are? Um, yeah, well, I think the other night I was surprised how bad that team were. Like they were really bad. Like um, probably as bad as I need a bottom three in the Premier League, if not worse. So in hindsight. You know, it is disappointing that we didn't beat them. We had loads and loads of chances to beat them. We, like looking back, I would have kind of said, take a point away in Russia. But then we fucking lost. Or then we, we drew against Seville in the first game. So we really need to win that. So at the moment, it's looking a little bit disappointing. But at the same time, the way the fixtures have fallen for us, the way we have to, uh, two back-to-back games against Maribor, if we can just put down two uh, games behind us now and get six points like things will be looking good then. Yeah, 100%. Um, these two big two games, and we'll come on to them in a little while, but they are huge. But Grizz, um, 
are you the same as Andy? Are you a little bit a little bit disappointed or are you still calm about it? And look, you know, you see some of the reactions online and they go way over the top. Are, are you a little more level-headed about it? Um, I usually am, you know. I usually am, Gav. Uh, after the first game, I didn't understand the the hysteria and sort of the mood was way too glum. I mean, look, against Seville, who are probably our rivals for that um, top place, we battered the shit out of them. And again, it was just a couple of stupid errors in our game management. So I, I wasn't too fussed. This game, this game, I was in a rage a bit because what Andy said, building up to the game, we heard that they had about four first team players out. And like we're talking their first, like their backbone, like their four best players. Like, you know, the equivalent of, let's just say, a Mane, Salah, and a couple, uh, I think a central midfielder and a defender or something. So taking that into consideration and watching them, you know, it was a fantastic atmosphere, though, wasn't it? It was a proper, proper European away hostile atmosphere. And we done everything right, except have one free kick smashed in against us. All right, the keeper could have, should have saved it. And then just couldn't put one of our would you say about seven clear-cut chances away? So, yeah, look, we'll qualify, as I said afterwards. I think we still qualify. I think we're still fine. It's in our own hands. I think it goes down to the Seville away game, who, who wins the group. And listen, would you put it past us to go away to Seville and win? I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't put it past us. So I think, I think we're okay. It's just the frustration, isn't it? They were so so poor and you know Andy's I think being a bit um, generous when he says the bottom three I think they were like a league two team they were that, oh. that poor no they were they were awful man yeah Grizz on, on, the, on the night they were they were certainly but maybe we made them maybe we made them look that bad as well um, we but, didn't play uh-huh. bad our play our general play leading up to the final pass to the final shot was as good as it's been, you know, as it, as, as it usually is. Yeah, yeah, you go. You have to give them credit. Like to go away from home in Russia, it's a difficult place to go, no matter how good or bad the opposition are. Um, it, you know, historically, it's always been a difficult place to pick up points. But um, they did themselves proud. They did play well. They did play with that sort of football that you don't necessarily expect in away European away game, uh, yeah. games. So. No, like, I mean, all's not, all's not lost, you know. There's lots of points it's, to still get. It's, it's definitely not all lost, but, you like, I watched them. Um, I didn't watch. I seen the results coming in last night, the likes of United going to CSKA, and people were, like, Liverpool fans saying, that's how you deal with a Russian team away. Look at United, they're great. And I was kind of going, fuck off, you know. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, like, I, I, actually, I actually went and made myself look at the highlights of the United game today because I thought, how good fucking were they? But having said that, CSK were handing them goals on a plate. They weren't. I think it was a Mkhitaryan goal where they give the ball away. There's one pass. He goes through. He hits. He hits the keeper with the shot, and the defenders literally stand there looking at the ball bounce off the keeper until Mkhitaryan knocks her in the net, and then they listen. Look like do you know? Do no, you I'm not taking. No, hold on. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from United, but I'm just saying. The, the overreaction is is ridiculous. Like you know, and Andy, I'll put this to you. Looking at the two games and, and probably the season overall so far, 
it's about piecing together the, the, the complete, not the complete performance, but being seven or eight out of ten in defence, midfield and attack. And if you look at the Sevilla game, I thought we were excellent going forward, particularly in the first half. Um, you know, we should, probably should have been 3-1 up at half-time. You know, yeah. um, the penalty miss from Firmino. And again, really good going. We lost our legs a bit, I think, after 70 minutes in the Sevilla game. But two silly, not, not one silly error um, for the first goal, and we went to sleep for the second goal. And then if you look again last night, you know, the keeper's not great on the goal, but we've done everything else bar score, you know. And it's, I think it's just a case of that, I said a couple of weeks ago, a few percentage points either way in our performance, and I, I don't I don't see a problem right now. No, no, we, we spoke about it on the uh, Tuesday club. It's just, we are just waiting to bash somebody. You know, um, a lot of the time, fans will say something along the lines, you know, if you say you're unlucky, you can only be unlucky so many times and everything else. And what if it has a psychological effect on the team and they stop playing well? And when they stop playing well, obviously they're not going to be not going to be creating 27 chances a game or however it was the other night. So that is a concern. But I mean, as a fan, what's the point in thinking like that? What's the point in having that sort of mindset? Klopp has that team playing brilliantly at times and there's no reason to believe that they won't go into the Maribor games and um, and play that type of football and it's only a matter of time in my opinion that we start smashing teams the defence can't continue to be as bad I mean we've seen we've seen the the back four which is not too dissimilar like I know it's some different personnel but Moreno playing a bit of football now and Trent or Gomez playing but between Matip and Lovren and Gomez and Mig they may as well be the same are uh, Carius and Mig. Like, it's not like we have a weaker defence. They just need to get some things sorted. Uh, Lovren looks like he's petrified at the moment. He might just need a couple of games playing well and, you know, they can tighten things up back there. Against Leicester and then in the the game there the other night, they were a lot more balanced defensively. And, I mean, we can complain about individual errors and the free kick that was conceded. Yeah, Carries was was um was was poor enough for the for the uh, for the free kick, but at the same time they weren't giving up chances in the six yard box like we have been early on. So things are kind of taking a bit of a turn around, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with you, and I think as much as it's down to, like I, I said last week on the fat back four that I'm um, I'm running out of patience with with Matt Blovin and but you know. As nearly as a, as a as a group of players, because it looks like they've no confidence in each other, they don't trust each other, and that leads to mayhem. You know, two or three times a game, and the way our luck is going, when that mayhem starts, a goal comes, and then it all happens. But Grizz, Andy's touched on something there that we we went away, we played good football. You know, the defense looked a lot more balanced. I thought Henderson was outstanding, um, and I was a week ago giving him an awful time, but you know, I take a game on game and. If he plays well, he plays well. Like I don't have any agendas against any player. I just watch them game on game. Um, but if one of them chances goes in, Grizz, we beat, we bash them four or five. That's my opinion because them boys just they could see they were getting lucky and they just they just decided to ride that luck and, and hope for the best. Do you know? It was just I think what was frustrating. Everything was in place for us to thrash them. It's just. It just so happens that Bobby 
and Emre probably had their two worst games as individuals. I mean, you know, our final... I don't know about you guys, but I find us... I find some, some of our play too frenetic, if that makes sense. It's too... It's too fast. You know, sometimes there's not... I know we're a, we're a fairly, fairly young team as well. You've got to remember that as well. There's not that many experienced heads out there, is there? I think I Salah's... Think we, we feel I, think, that, I think Sorry, I think we feel that the second youngest team in the Champions League this week. I didn't know that. I did yeah, not I think, know that, Kev. That's incredible. I did not I, I, know I'm that, I'm nearly Kev. sure, yeah. I, I, think, I think maybe Feyenoord was the youngest and we were, there you we go. were second youngest. That that's there just something I, I literally flicked over today, so I could be wrong, but I'm nearly sure I read it right. Okay, well there you go. That shows how fucking how much research I've done on this as well. See, because I'm thinking, because I was thinking, there's not much experience. Someone just to calm. We were too frenetic. We got the equaliser. I think fairly, fairly straight away, didn't we? Within I think maybe ten fifteen minutes or something like that. I can't remember now, but we we get the equaliser and then it's time to sort of maybe not go for the juggler straight away, but just consolidate and see where we are in the game. Right, we've got these on the back foot. They were playing the five at the back, which is very unusual for them. You've got to remember, they're used to battering teams and having all the possession and having all the play in their league. So they're not used to sort of camping and playing like a, like a West Brom or, you know, like a Watford, how they would play against us in the Premier League. So... We had we had total control in all the zones, and we were in total control as players as well in all the zones except in that final zone. Our final, our final play, our final pass, our final shot. I found it too frenetic. We were trying to do things too too quickly. You know, maybe Mane a bit of rustiness because he's been out for three games. You know, Salah is infuriating. He will miss, or he will mess up the final pass or the final shot so many times, but you know he's going to score as well at the same time. I think that was a blatant penalty on him. I don't know what you guys thought. I personally thought it was a penalty. Do you remember uh, who put him through? Mane's pass, I think. Mm. Put him through and, then, and then he gets clattered from the side and behind. Yeah. I just found, I just find our play too frenetic. There has to, there, in my opinion, there should have been an experienced head ball in this summer. You know, we've got, as you, I didn't know that, but we have got a very young team. People forget that. Andy, do you not do you not look at the, these games and um, like if you look at game on game, like we talked about, like the second goal like, against Sevilla in in particular really got to me. That throw in one pass and a chap is in on goal from a throw in that was on the highway line, just really really got to me. Um, but you've you've spoken there about being more balanced there in that game, and I suppose from Leicester the weekend, but being more balanced in this game defensively, yeah. and then yeah. you know. Not only that, you you look at the way we played over in Russia. Now they have players out, but do you not think we learn from that and we get better from that? Because you know we know how to be tighter, but we'll also know how to go away and dominate a game. And you know we will score chances. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, so I just got a bit distracted there, googling a phonetic play. I don't know what Grace is talking about. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? What's so complicated about phonetic play? I don't know what you're fucking on about, but anyway. <laughs> I think he means frantic. Frenetic? Yeah. Right. Our play was frenetic. Okay. Right, are fair both enough. Of you, are both of you confused over that? Tell me now, because I'm Googling it. Maybe no, I'm I not. I'm trying to explain to Andy that. Like, 
it's frantic. Just take it as frantic, Andy. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so the question... <laughs> I'm Googling. Fuck you, I'm Googling. Sorry. One second, carry on. So the question, have we, have we learned from previous games where... Yeah, like, I think... There just seems to be a bit more balance in the team. I think against uh, Leicester, like Henderson's grown, like had had a couple of few, a few shockers in a row, and now yeah. in the last couple of games, he's he sort of um, just a bit back to himself more. Um, and him and Chan were were screening the defence quite well. Although Chan had a poor enough game the other night, it was just a bit more balanced, a bit more organised. Um, probably not as chaotic as previous games. Probably not. Probably not as frenetic, uh, Grace. Frenetic. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Hold on, hold on. Fast and energetic in a rather wild and uncontrolled way. I think I've yeah. I, 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 I summed it up properly there. Yeah. Because it is, it's, it's right. Listen, it, it might look really controlled and fast and energetic, but it is, it is rather wild. Do you find that yeah. quite... Yeah, well, do you, know what, do you know what I find was happening a lot lately? We were... Kind of come out of the blocks quick, quick enough, you know. And mm. um, the style of play has been slightly different this year in the sense that they are getting their chances away quicker, letting the team, you know, letting the team have the ball coming on and trying to hit them on the break. I mean, you can't play counter attacking football if you're just knocking around the opposition's AD in for 90 minutes. That doesn't work. So they haven't had a tendency to do that. Now, in the, in the Leicester game and in, um, the game the other night, they tended to play a bit more possession football, which allows for that balance, which allows for players to kind of stick in their positions a bit more and not get cut out because it's less frantic. The other night, um, as a result of the more frantic football, they have um, tended to get tired. Like, and I'm talking around 55, 60 minutes they just they you can just see, stop. You can see legs going, can't you? Yeah, and then storage comes onto the pitch typically, and uh, the game the kind of style changes as well. Like I mean, he had a, an absolute horror show oh my God, the other yeah. night. Um, so, but but like, I mean, you just have to find you just have to find the right mix depending on the opposition. There is teams in the league that you'll beat in the first half by just getting a goal because that the whole game plan is to sit back against us. And then there's teams that you just have to be a bit more patient. Maybe away in Europe, um, be a bit more patient. And I felt that the game plan the other night was good. I mean, they did play a decent, solid 90 minutes. And had we had better performances out for me, you know, Chan, Sturridge when he came on, I think we would have won that game. Easily, comfortably. comfortably. Yeah. Even if even Bobby... think, lads, I don't even think it's a better performance. I just think that, like... Okay, Jean wasn't at his best, but we are still in control of the game. You know, we, we still Absolutely. control it. Yeah. So if you look then at, at Firmino, Firmino looks to me like it's someone that just needs a goal. No matter what way it goes in, just to, he, he seems to be, he looks to be under a little bit of pressure. Shot of confidence, in, yeah. In, in yeah. himself, you know, that he is mm. that fella up front and these boys either side of him can only do so much and he needs a goal. Storage comes on and tries too hard, in my opinion. Like the one that's played over um, like a diagonal and it comes down and he tries to hit it early with his left foot and volleys it over. I can't for the life understand why he's just not taking that on his toy and just slotting it past the goalkeeper. You know, it yeah. looks to me like he's a bit yeah. he's a bit jumpy in his chances as well. Um but as I said before, and Grizz I'll, I'll come to you on this. When we get down to it, the lads at boy can only do so much. Coutinho looks like he looks like he's just back in a rhythm now and I yeah. think he'd only get better and better. Um but we just need to be People talk about clinical. 
I think we need to stop being trying to be so precise in front of goal. I think we just need to, you know, just get one in any other way and it could just open up. Do, do you really know what I was up. thinking? Do you know what I was thinking today? You know, I was thinking we're very similar in terms of the goals we're trying to score. To, do you remember when Arsenal always used to, well, they still do, tend to try to score the perfect goal? My one, I'm, I'm a big Bobby Firmino fan, okay? I'm not going to suddenly say we need to change the way we play just because Bobby had a stinker and we, you know, we, we didn't score more than one goal, right? It happens. It's happened, uh, you know, it's happened too many times for my liking. But, but one, one thing I will moan about, let me just get it off my chest, is when Bobby plays up front, when Bobby's our number nine, in my opinion, I think we try or we only tend to score great goals. We tend to score two. We try to score the perfect goal. It has to be a brilliant combination play between Mane Salah, for example, and then Bobby tapping it in, or a, or you know, there's not enough, there's not enough rubbish goals scored for. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, yeah. did you see the who's who was it? The Suarez goal for Barcelona. Just an in-swinging free kick. You know, our set pieces. People talk about our set pieces defensively. Our set pieces in our attacking sense, are atrocious. Can we, do we even look threatening when we're attacking, when, when we've got a set piece or a corner free kick? We don't. We don't. We never look like scoring. We, there's not enough scruffy goals. People are talking about, look, today, one of the topics on LFC Twitter was the reason why Robertson is not being given a chance is because he puts too many crosses in and we haven't got the type of players to get on the end of them. What a shit argument. What a shit thing to say. There's so many different ways of scoring a goal, but I feel when Bobby is our focal point, we tend to play or want to play the perfect game. I don't know what you guys think about that. The goal has to be so precise and it has to be perfect. What's wrong with him putting crosses in the box? I think that's uh, fans on Twitter. That's that maybe, oh, that's yeah, <clears throat> they might be just uh, inclined to want the reason to see why Moreno... Moreno the reason why Moreno's there is because Moreno uh, looks to play one-twos around the box where Robertson looks to whip the ball in. Uh, look, I mean, the, the good thing about our team is we get bodies into the box and we get them in early. What's wrong with an early cross? Especially when you've got the, the delivery of Robertson, which can be quite lethal at times. You only have to look at the goal um, against Leicester where... Uh, Coutinho swung it in and Salah was on the back post. Like, Robinson yeah. could do that all game. Um, I think it's just really fans that want to see Moreno having a chance this year that kind of dreamt of a Moreno who was quality. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's no, fine. But that's fine. Yeah. No, people forget. But people forget. Do you remember? Pe- people forget, for example, how many crosses the likes of Gary Neville used to put in. Right? Yeah. Or, or Zabaleta. They were brilliant fullbacks, and what were they known for? Getting to the byline and whipping the crosses in. Look, yeah. we don't have to. We don't have to put crosses in in the air. We know our strength's not in the air. But if you watch City exactly. play, they do pullbacks. You know, they pull the back yeah. along the on the long run. We should do far more of that. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a misconception that a fucking a team that crosses a lot are at that sort of physical stoke type of team. And you have big mm. men in the box. It's not that you put crosses in at, at, at chest height. Like they only kind of need a deflection. You know what I mean? Mm. But to me, a ball to me, a ball being swung in from, you know, twenty yards from the end line with bend on it at knee height is a cross and it's as dangerous as anything else. And you don't have to be in any way physical to take advantage of it. You know, um, 
like you said, Andy, people just think people just think Ireland of the fucking early nineties, you know, and just lamping balls up Noel Quinn. That's what they think of crosses. But that that whole thing with Robertson and I don't know, I didn't see where that came from or where the argument came from, and I don't know where the argument's being had. You know, Moreno played well, and what Robertson doesn't get a game, and we have to have a big debate over why. You know, it's that's just that just highlights the the some of the madness that supports Liverpool at times. Why are we having yeah. that argument? You know, um, it's not, there's no argument to be had. It's just it's a squad. It's such a it's brilliant. A squad. It's, it's a, you know, it's a, we should be we should be so happy. You know that we've got two players in form, decent players. You know, vying for a spot in the team. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not. It's again. It's it's like the old Sacco v Lovren or Hendo v Can. They, you know, we just turn them into sort of personal individual battles for no apparent reason whatsoever. Just because we're bored and we like to argue. That's what it is. Yeah, we like yeah. To, we like to compare players to each other. What for? You know, exactly. every, every four or five hours yeah. for a week on end until the match starts. Um, like but, Gav, me and you, Gav. Like, look, we we slaughtered Hendo, didn't we? Uh, since the start yeah, of the season, yeah. he, and because yeah. he's been poor. Like we yeah. we we love Hendo. Who doesn't like? Who wouldn't want the LFC skipper to do well? But he was he was pants, right? And yeah. we said so. You know, it seemed it seemed like the injuries have got the better of him. It seemed to hinder his movement around the pitch. You know, his energy, his frenetic pressing, Andy, his frenetic pressing. Right? <laughs> but but it seemed to be. But last two games, arguably, he's probably been our best player. Yeah, I think what? Hendo's been excellent. Um, mm. I was in with the lads um, not Tuesday, gone to Tuesday before. It was the night mm. of the Leicester game, the League Cup game, and I, I gave Henderson an awful time, not mm. only because of the way he played, but the way he led the team, or, or didn't lead it, and going around like, like you know, a, Head a down, his, his mouse, shoulders are drooped, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, lads, look, um, it's it's two points from two games. It's it's well within our hands, anyway, as far as I can say. I can see... I can see three wins out of the last four anyway, and that's not being optimistic. I think that's just being, that's what we should be aiming for. Um, so we move on. We've two games now. I know this international break comes up and we come back and I think we play, I think United are the game back after the international break. Um, but then we've the two games uh, with Maribor starting away and then we've home. Lads, Andy, I'll come to you first. This yeah. has to be six points. And it's a simple... I don't want any excuses. I don't want any talk about luck or anything else. That's six points on the board. Yeah, absolutely. It should be. Um, they, they drew against Moscow, didn't they? They did in the oh. fourth night, yeah. I think yeah. At home or away? Um, they were... Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think the... Mar- if it's Mar- away... If it's away, I reckon, then I reckon home. home. They have to be in a home. It has to be yeah, home. If that was away, yeah. that's a decent result oh. for them. Yeah, no, it wasn't. They, they, were home, they were home to, to uh, Spartak on the fourth night. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, like it has to be six points. If you, if you think about it, well, we're playing them two games. Seville and Moscow have to play each other twice as well. So yeah. there's going to be points taken off each other there uh, with a bit of luck. Um Moscow can get something over their way, you know, a draw or anything, just to keep them at bay, give us a chance at top in that group. And you never know, two wins, and we could potentially be top of the group. Yeah, we could. Yeah. 
if, so, if just, something can be taken, if something the, can be taken by Spurs, the thing like, is, yeah, absolutely. Look, look, we've we've tried to, and me and Andy are fairly positive. We try to look at the positive, but unfortunately, we have put ourselves under great pressure now to get six points, and nothing else will do. I mean, yes, yeah. okay, forget what's happened. We played well, we've missed chances, but at the end of the day, we've got two points. And now we haven't given ourselves much leeway. We cannot, there is no excuses now, right? So we've, we've, we've tried to cover our sort of, you know, uh, you know, our mistakes and say, look, it was unlucky, it was one of those days. But now we can't. Against Maribor, home and away, it's got to be six points, which is very doable. And to be honest with you, in my personal opinion, I haven't got an issue with going away to Seville and trying to win. Because Seville, from what we saw in that game, in the first game, they're not the Seville of the past. Again, no. like Andy said, Spartak, they've got Spartak in their two games, right? So we're hoping Spartak gets some of their players back. And a draw in one of the games puts us back right, you know, puts us right back in it. So, look, all is not lost, but there is pressure. And me, you know, I said it as well. I don't know if you guys have been catching up on Kloppo's uh, presses these days. You know, he's not the same cheery, laughy, jokey, you know, Kloppo. He's getting agitated with certain questions. Yeah, but, but Grace, you have to, you have to, you see, you see, you have to remember something. And look, if I see Klopp being agitated, I'd say it was straight. But me watching them press conferences, it's mm. just Klopp having a pain in his bollocks, listening to the same questions from the same people all the time. I so would get what? annoyed as so well. So what, Gav? You know? So what, Gav? He has to do it. He has to prove it otherwise. I know he has to do he it. To I know he has it. to do it. But, but they're so they're so bland and and you know the questions are so. You're just watching them going, even, even, or even, or even, you know, I wouldn't even answer that. Yeah, but do we take the piss? Do yeah, but do it here. Yeah, but do we take, do we take the piss out of Jose when he doesn't answer them? We do, don't we? Or Alex used to say, shut the fuck up to them, right? We used to say, oh, he's lost his bottle. When you're mm. at that level, yeah, when you're in that, when, you, when you're, when you're such a high profile manager, right? And he is, and he's, look, again, some people might misread this and or miss, can you misread a pod, miss, mishear this? So, you know what I mean, all right? They might think I'm I'm getting on his on his back, but I'm not. What I'm saying is, if the same mistakes are being made into his third year now, second full season, then the press will be asking him those questions. And I think the press and fans have every right to ask him those questions. Why are these mistakes, or why not being rectified? And if they're individual areas, why haven't you changed the individuals? Yeah, um, Andy, Chris has a point there. You know, if if the mistakes are the same and stuff like that, but. The way I look at it is, yeah, I'll, I'll fully stand by my opinion that the lads at the back haven't been good enough. They have been a little bit more solid in the last couple of games, as we said. But when I look at where we are in the Champions League group, where we are in the league, and all these supposed problems around us, I, it gets my back up a little bit now that people are, are that down about things at the moment, you know, heading into the start of October. It's a little bit over the top, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just I think it's just a little bit of a um a reaction to the transfer dealings. I mean, we were all disappointed that he didn't buy a centre back. I mean that's where this is where it's all being rooted from. So he didn't buy a centre back. Um we were given out about the same thing in January. We were given about the same thing last sort of September when he been Sacco that we, we lack a depth of and we Lucas playing, and now we're kind of Clavin playing, and we're depending on maybe Gomez. So this is the sort of that's the root of the frustration. But look, it'll be soon forgotten about if he can turn things around. And I mean, 
does, why why are we doubting Klopp's ability to turn things around and score loads of goals? Like if if you're so if you're a fan and you're so adamant that this defensive shit is going to continue for the season, what's the point? What's the point? Look at the facts. We know that he can score more goals. We know that a Klopp team can score more goals. We also know that he can concede less goals. There's just absolutely zero uh, point in going on about the same fucking thing all the time. Things are slightly improving. Okay, we're still having a few of the same problems. We still did cling on a little bit against Leicester. We still did um, only get a point the other night. But things things can turn around very quickly in our favour. You know, it's the the overreaction. I just it's it's just too much. It'd be too much hard work for me to turn into one of those asshole fans. Yeah, no, it would be for me as well. Um, I look at it and I just think, lads, it's the whatever date and it's it's the we're coming up to the first week in October. Okay, we're five points off the top in the Premier League, but that's no disaster anyway. That's you know, nothing. Uh, not, that's nothing. Um, Grizz, I'm, I'm just moving on to these Maribor games, and I'll come to Andy and I'll ask him the same thing in a minute. But um, all things being equal, we go to Maribor on the. I think it's about the 17th of October. Um, we go away. I don't want you to pick a team for me, but what way would you like us to set up in that game? Would you, exactly, you know, what way? Ex- exactly the same, Gav. We seem to... This may be another criticism, but we seem to only know how to play one way, Gav. Right? And that's okay. to go for the jugular. So I would go straight... You know, I would go with the same lineup. I'm a big believer in... Supporting the shirt, I don't care much about names, who's wearing it. I and, and I don't definitely don't think we should pick players by their names. I think whoever's in form starts. So what when is it? How we how long you said it's a couple of weeks? Look at that, two and a half weeks now, yeah. Pick the players in form. So so come two and a half weeks. If Emre is still in the form that he is at, at the moment, then you bring in Ginny. Right? Well, to be honest with you, Ginny's not fucking much better away, is he? But do you know what I mean? You pick the players in form. I heard today Lalana's back to training. That's a massive boost for me. Personally, I think that's a massive lift. Say what you want about him. Klopp loves him and he fits in Klopp's system. And we seem to play better with Lalana in the team. And that's, it's not fact, it's an opinion, okay? I don't know about the facts and stats behind it. But to me, it seems all our great performances in the, since Klopp has been here has involved Adam Lalana. Right in the team, so that's a boost. I doubt he's ready in three weeks or whatever, but I say pick the form players. For example, if Moreno or Robertson, whoever's playing the best out of them, pick the best. If Bobby's still in the slump, then maybe start Sturridge. I, for the life of me, couldn't work out why Dom wasn't. Dom hasn't done anything wrong, has he? He hasn't done brilliant, but he hasn't done anything wrong. I thought maybe he could, you know, be... A, I, mean, I mean, we're talking about crosses, Andy, earlier on. Dominic Solanke would be perfect on the end of those crosses, wouldn't he? I yeah, mean, you know, absolutely. You know, I mean, it was baffling why he's not even in the squad. But look, I say pick the form players. I, I, you could never predict a team. If Hendo's still on form, carry on picking Hendo. I am a big believer. I think we've got a decent squad. People always criticising our depth. I think our depth is fine this year. Do you know that? But apart from yeah. our centre-backs, apart from our centre-back options and our goalkeeping options, well, we've even got depth in our goalkeeping. It's just that they're all crap. Right? Yeah, well. the problem. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we've got, we've got three keepers, but they're all average. They're about the same. 
the only the only the only area we're not strong. I'm not touching on that goal. I'm not touching on that goalkeeper situation. I'm not doing it again. It's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's a frustrating one as well. Just when you think I know I know you hate Manuele, Gav. I don't hate. I just don't think. Okay. Okay. The problem you have with Manuele is, and I don't really want to get into this, but we are still talking about this fella, and and we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And the reason we're still if we're still talking about him now, you know. Like because of a decent run at the back end of last season, we're still talking about him now. He's an issue, and I don't care anyone says he's an issue. But Andy, uh, Grizz is going for the jugular. He doesn't think he can play any other way. When we go to Maribor, are you doing the same, or are you going to be a little bit more pragmatic? <coughs> um, I haven't watched Maribor, so it's very hard to answer that question. Uh, just taking into account that they're obviously a poor enough team, I'd be sort of going along with uh, Grizz's approach there just go for it um but i mean that's a bit you know it's not much of an educated opinion on on them because i don't know what they're like but um yeah you know we need we need six points so we could go over there and be patient and and kind of hope that we pick up a goal throughout the game but no go over there. no there's yeah there's no way we play like that there's no way look the only time we played like that was when he was really under pressure in the sort of after february time where we had loads of injuries and he just suddenly went sort of slightly defensive, didn't he? And we started grinding out results. Do you remember the Watford, the yeah. West Brom, that period? That's the only time I've seen Klopp change his approach. And I quite enjoyed seeing the flexibility. I thought, okay, Klopp's being flexible and he's changing formations. We went three at the back, didn't we, Gav? In that, in that, in that period, I think. Yeah. Yeah, or, or a couple of or a couple of games we did, didn't we? And we thought, do you remember we at the time talking and saying, look, we kind of like this flexibility in Klopp's approach into certain games. You know, we need more flexibility. I mean, Conte's proof of, you know, I, you know, I hate talking about the rent boys because I can't fucking stand them. But you know, flexibility in tactics is Conte's forte. I mean, you you know, you, you people can't say he's just an old school Italian defensive manager. He's you know, he's, he's converted the likes of Moses into an attacking wing-back. Do you know what I mean? Who would have thought that? So, Klopp, but I think Klopp, realistically Klopp, or, you know, practically Klopp enjoys and only knows one way to play, and that's that frenetic style. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my biggest thing is that if you go away to Maribor or um, even Sevilla, you know, whatever you're doing, my thing about it is, yeah, you can make a hectic, um, but you can make a hectic on your terms. And what I mean by that is, is that you, you hold some sort of control over the game. You position yourself where you want to be positioned on the pitch, and then you make a hectic from there. I think sometimes we have a problem where when it gets hectic, it gets stretched, and we're Absolutely unsure of ourselves, and that and that's where the yeah, problems spot start coming from, you know. But um, I'm gonna ask you out straight, lads. Um, there's four games left in the group. Um, for me. It's we're getting out of the group, but I just have to ask is, uh, Grizz, do you agree? We're getting out of the group, and you can predict for us a second, I don't mind. If we don't get out of the group, forget it. That's not even bad thinking about it. We're getting out of the group. I've said that. After the rage, because I was raging straight after the game, I said we're going to get out of the group. I still think it goes to the... I don't know if we play Sevilla last game, but wherever, whenever that game is, I think, it, I think it's depending on that game, depending on that game, and I haven't got a problem. If we had to go to Seville to win... To top the group, I, I'm I'm still confident we do that. So we're definitely going through, 
at this stage, it looks like we're going to finish second. But again, do we are we scared of apart from Real Madrid and maybe PSG? Are we scared of any team in Europe? Realistically, over two legs, I'm not. Are you guys? Because we tend to raise our game against the big boys. I wouldn't like to play Real Madrid and I wouldn't like to play PSG. But anybody else who finishes first, I think we're, we're, as, good, we're, we're, we're as good as anyone on our day. So I'm not, I'm not too bothered about the first and second. Just get through, you know, and then we take it from there. And that's my opinion. Okay, well, Andy, uh, Grizz um, doesn't know what way we're getting out of the group, but we're winning the competition. Um, you know, is that much. <laughs> so, Andy, uh, we're, we're getting out of the group, yeah? And first uh, or second, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking, say, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking second at the moment. Mm. Um, it just, it really obviously depends on what Seville do in the next couple of games. Like, um, it's advantage them at the moment. If they can pick up a draw and a win, then we're got, and we, we win our two games, of course, we'd be both on eight points. Then we'd have to obviously beat Moscow at home. You'd have to assume Seville beat Marab and they beat them better than we beat. So it all, yeah, would all depend on going over to uh, Seville and, and, and beating our result at home with them. Yeah. What was the result? It was two-two, wasn't it? Two-two. So yeah, yeah I kind of think uh, I kind of think second at the moment because I, I don't really fancy. Uh, Moscow to take out and off Seville Spartak at home we're looking at I reckon we're looking at we're, we're going to get five goals against Maribor and Spartak we're going to get five goals in both games so I think our goal what? difference we will go why are you laughing I'm serious yeah. I, go, I, I could gonna, just I could just I could just see all their people that really love you taking a note of that and we're wait go, we're going above we're going uh, you've forgotten my hundred goals tally and I'm going to start. I'll remind you later about that because we're we're going to hit that hundred goals tally in back February. Oh, oh, listen, Liverpool don't have a problem hitting the hundred goals. Counting to the hundred is your problem. There's no problem. <laughs> in this. Um, lads, you touched on something there about first and second and stuff like that. Does it make a difference anymore? Yeah, I was only I was only talking about this to the lads as well, and we're like, oh yeah, we'll make a difference. Chances are, but there's a lot of sec, there's a lot of sick teams that are seeded too in the Champions League. You know, I mean, I'd, ha- I'd have to be looking at it now, but we could end up with a very very tough game where we finish first or second. And yeah. l- like, let's face it, this Champions League is fucking shit in the groups. of you play the knockout phases, the knockout phases where it's at. And once you're into the knockout phases, you're liable, you're liable to play anyone. And mm. I would, I would fancy us against anyone in our Champions League, um, over two legs, um, with the exception of Madrid Real and PSG. And Barca. PSG are very good this year. Very, um, there's the scorn with these. Barca don't um, scare me. Barca don't scare me, Andy. Yeah, well, we thought that, but they've they've started well. Mm, nah, they don't scare me. Um, I, I'm only Madrid and PSG I'd be like sort of avoiding the likes of Dortmund the likes of Bayern well we know Bayern Dortmund are great Dortmund are great this year no, they're, they're not, not getting yet. out of that group either who's that? Yeah. Dortmund, they've Dortmund. Been, I think they've lost their first two now oh wow yes of course yeah so everyone's, they're not getting out everyone's favourite everyone's favourite team eh? imagine that not getting through yeah yeah, well, I, I just don't. Th- I just don't think it matters anymore. You know, first or second, because you nah. know, and it all. I, I suppose the only way it matters is if that um, 
if you come second and say, for argument's sake, four of the top, you know, eight are from your country, you know, then it limits to who you can get, and then uh, you could be zoning in on yeah, Real Madrid, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, that gets a bit complicated, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's like, for argument's sake, if we came second and then United, Chelsea, City and Spurs all topped their group. Now, you wouldn't get Real Madrid, obviously, because Real Madrid are in Spurs' group, but you could end up with a PSG or, you know, it's kind of narrowing down your options there. So I suppose that's where it might make a difference. Lads, um, we're nearly finished, but I just wanted to say, just just before we go, um, because Grizz is predicting goals and fucking all sorts, um, right now, if you were to pick a winner who of the Champions League, who are you picking? Andy, I'll come to you first. Real Madrid. Yeah, it seems a common consensus, doesn't it? Um, Grace, who are you going with? PSG. PSG. PSG will prove. Yeah, PSG will prove money talks, man. PSG, they look frightening at the moment. Say what you want about, you know, the Neymar and the money and the amount of money and the, you know, the, uh, and the moral morals behind it. But I'll tell you what, they they are, they do look the real deal, man. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Of the English sides, I think you'd have to look at City as well. Um, they're frightening. And we know they've, they've played a couple of teams that aren't great. And when they got us, they, mm. they red card and everything else. But they look... They but look you know what? If you're going to ask, if you're going to talk about other teams' performances, that was some performance by Chelsea yesterday, guys. Going away to Atletico's new stadium. And did you see the atmosphere in that stadium and Simeone's team up for it? Full-strength Atletico, right? That was some performance from Chelsea. You've got yeah. to remember they went a goal down. Yeah, no, it was really good result for them, I have to say, and a sucker punch right at the end to win it. But look... Um, Talking about sucker a- punches, Everton just uh, got 2-2 against 10 men. 2-2? OK, yeah. well, that's like, then, did they sell out the, the, the ground news. Like, in preparation no, for that fuck. stadium? Did, did they fuck? OK. Uh, lads, well, time is up. If we go any longer, Phil is going to kill me. Um, yeah. So, Andy, Grizz, thanks a million. I've been your host, Gav. That's been Euro Trash. Get on to the Day Trippers website and buy your tickets for that event in Dublin on the 22nd of October. Thanks a million. See you again soon. Yes. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports.
Social Podcast Network.